Hello, Julian Berthrat. We're back at the gym. How does that feel? Well, it feels like we never left, really. So quiet. Um, but actually, I like it that way. And uh, it's nice to settle back inside. It is good to be indoors. Uh, we were indoors for the last episode, of course, so we weren't in a gym at that stage. But here we are again. We're back at uh, Jubilee Hall in Covent Garden, London. Uh, I think I might actually say that again later. Something tells me I'm going to say that a, a few times, perhaps. And... Um, we are out of the uh, wind, rain and cold of the park and uh, it's good to be back, isn't it? No, it's a real pleasure. <laughs> it, is, it is a real pleasure. Julian's got his pleasure eyes on, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls, which is a bit disturbing. So, enough of this talk about Julian and his pleasure eyes. Let's get this podcast started. Well, hello everybody and welcome back to Jubilee Hall Gym Covent Garden. You see, I said I would uh, mention that again and I might even mention it later. And to me, Alan Theresa, I'm not particularly a gym guy on this uh, fitness uh, podcast, though I am with somebody right now who is a gym guy. In fact, he's a personal trainer, my good buddy, Julian Bertharad. Hi, everybody. Yes, and uh, as has been mentioned several times over so many episodes, he's a man of few words, lots of action, but few words. We're back at Jubilee Hall here in the heart of London. The gyms have reopened, and fingers crossed, Julian, that we are working our way back to something resembling normality. Does the world feel a better place for you right now? Yeah, I think we can now look forward to something, the future, a bit more normal. And uh, But we did learn a lot of things last year also in the process, as you know. So, yeah, I'm confident into the future. And the wonderful thing is, everybody, that uh, Julian has uh, been back for a relatively short period of time, really, exercising with proper weights instead of elastic bands. And already the results are starting to show in uh, his guns and his upper build, he's starting to become rather pumped all over again. Is it good to be working with proper weights again? Yeah, it kind of shock your body, even if you tell yourself thousands of time before, like, you're going to go light and then you do go light, but it still hurts. So, but saying that, a lot of clients uh, have been training with elastic man uh, did say that over the past few months, this sort of training helps them to maintain the minimum, you know, and I think when they get back to the gym, it was they felt like tired, but you know, it didn't crash. So I would say mission accomplished. Yeah, it's funny. I was uh, working out regularly uh, with my little uh, makeshift uh, exercise program, but it was a shock when I got back to the gym. I have to say, and in fact, today I'm nursing a little bit of a sore neck, Julian. I've got a sore neck from uh, meeting the weights once again, which I've been doing recently, though not at the level that my good friend Julian Bertheret has. So anyway, enough of this talk of uh, weights and uh, sore necks. Shall we uh, get on with the podcast? And what are we going to be talking about this month, Julian Bertheret? Yes, Alan, this month we're going to talk about milk. That's right. It sounds bizarre. And in fact, hearing Julian say that and pulling his funny little uh, slightly confused face when he said it, 
it, this month is a fit food episode. We're going to be joined later on by our good friend, the Italian fitness guy. We haven't heard from him for a while, though now he's back in the fold, everybody. And we're going to be talking about milk, though more specifically, we're going to be talking about whey protein and the role it plays in a fitness program and recovering when training. So should we get started, Julian? Yes, please, Alan. Let's go. So we've managed to persuade the Italian fitness guy to toss his face mask up in the air and join us once again on the podcast because we love it when he comes in and talks about whatever the fit food topic is for the month. And this month, it's all about milk. That's right. I said that. The Italian fitness guy is going to talk about milk. So off you go, Italian fitness guy. Start your milky talking. Protein is necessary for many vital functions in your body, including growth and development, cellular repair and immune system regulation. Milk is considered a complete protein, meaning it contains all nine of the essential amino acids um, necessary for your body to function at an optimal level. There are two main types of protein found in milk, casein and whey protein, and both are considered high quality proteins. Milk um, has also been shown to boost muscle repair in athletes. In fact, several studies have demonstrated that drinking milk after a workout uh, can decrease muscle damage, uh, promote muscle repair, increase strength, and even uh, decrease muscle soreness. Plus, uh, it is a natural alternative to high-processed protein drinks marketed towards post-workout recovery. Milk uh, is also an excellent source of vitamins and minerals, it provides potassium, uh, vitamin B12, calcium, and vitamin D. Milk is also a good source of vitamin A, magnesium, zinc, and thiamine, uh, vitamin B1. Milk from cows that is mostly grass contains uh, a significantly higher amounts of uh, conjugated linoleic acid and omega-3 fatty acid. Also, organic and grass-fed cow milk contains higher amounts of beneficial antioxidants, such as uh, vitamin A's and uh, beta-carotene, uh, which help reduce inflammation and fight um, oxidative stress. Drinking milk uh, has long been associated with healthy bones. It is due to its powerful combination of nutrients, um, including calcium, uh, phosphorus, potassium, protein, and uh, in grass-fed, full-fat dairy, uh, vitamin uh, K2. All of these nutrients are essential for maintaining strong and health bones. Milk is also an excellent source of the nutrients your body relies on to properly absorb calcium, including vitamin D, vitamin K, phosphorus and magnesium. Adding milk uh, to dairy products to our diet uh, may prevent bone diseases uh, like osteoporosis, for example. Studies have linked milk and dairy to a lower risk of osteoporosis and fractures, especially in um, adults of an older age. Milk contains also varieties of components that may contribute to weight loss and prevent weight gain. For example, uh, its high protein content helps you feel full for a larger period of time, uh, which clearly may prevent uh, overeating. Although milk may be a good choice for some, Others can't unfortunately digest it, and many people can't tolerate milk because they are unable to digest lactose, a sugar found in milk, and dairy products. Interestingly, 
lactose intolerance affects around 60% of the world's population. Others chose not to consume milk on dairy products due to dietary restrictions, health concerns or ethical reasons. So that's the Italian fitness guy there getting all milky on the topic of milk. So it's always really weird, everybody. When we do a fit food episode, it's always really strange. I think when I go to my grave, I will be remembering when we recorded an episode all about potatoes. Though this actually is about whey protein. What's your position on protein, Julian? Do you, are you like a big kind of like protein guy? Do you encourage your clients to up the protein levels of their diet when they train? Well, I can't say it, it depends um, depend on every client. Uh, generally, we try to go through um, uh, a picture, if I can say, of what they eat, you know, roughly during the week. And sometimes you can see uh, some lack you know, of something. Sometimes it could be some lipid, not enough fats, not enough protein. So if you see, you're, you're gonna tell them to eat slightly more uh, this or that, depending what is missing. But I try to, I don't really push it to, I try to make sure they eat uh, well balanced, you know. And what about yourself? Uh, you uh, do a lot of weights. Well, you certainly do now, anyway. Uh, you do a lot of weights. Do you focus on protein? Is like uh, whey protein, is milk, is that whole kind of like dairy side of things important to what you eat? Um, I would say it's more like, um, I don't know, I'm a bit more fishy, really. Uh, I really like the fish, so different sort of fish, salmon, sardine. I love little fish. Uh, like sardine, I think it's very, the nutrition are very good. It's often, it's not too expensive, you know, and I think it's um, it's a very good thing to do. It's uh, it's cheap as well. So. Now, um, m- my partner uh, has uh, a, quote, lactose intolerance, and unquote, and uh, I'm forever, when I go to the supermarket, buying what I uh, call in my comedic uh, fashion, milk-free milk, because uh, that's a popular thing now, isn't it? Lactose intolerance. Is that something you've come across in the course of your training? And what do you think of that whole lactose intolerance thing? Well, I mean, it's not, it's something I, I never hear a client mentioning that. So, you know, I can't really have an experience about it. I don't have it myself. I would say that, yeah, um, I, uh, I was thinking like I uh, heard a lot of uh, gluten-free, you know, things subjects. But um, no, yeah, it's just um, I, I, when I, um, something new come up, generally I document myself um, on the internet and with some friend who, um, who work as a doctor. And I try to mix different sources to get the right answer. What about you, Alan? Uh, I don't have uh, any intolerances whatsoever, actually. Uh, I could eat uh, anything you put in front of me, as long as it's dead and ready to uh, go into my gob. Uh, Now, how much milk do you drink a day? None. You don't drink any milk at all in a day. What about what about cereal? Do you have like cereal? No. So I used to have uh, cereal in the morning with milk, actually. And I stop. So when I say none, it's not true. I talk too fast. I, um, I have maybe three cappuccino a day. 
okay, so then you got milk inside. I don't really target any sort of milk, you know, just like I take the regular one, I guess. Sometimes I go for oat milk, just for different flavor, really. But uh, otherwise, no, it's just like, you know, free coffee, cappuccino, that's it for me in terms of milk. Why no milk? I don't know. I think it's, um, I don't know. I think it's about, uh, I don't digest, you know, milk very well. Ah, you are like my partner, you see. You have a kind of lactose intolerance thing going on. Uh, You don't, because that's the problem there. It's the difficulty in uh, digesting milk. I drink a lot of milk, you know. I kind of like, I love it. I can't get enough of it. I think, I don't know, we are all different, but I will not recommend to drink or have milk every day, all the time, especially the quantity. You can cook with milk sometimes, you know, when you make like some potato smash, smash potatoes, it's you use milk and, you know. But yeah, I guess somehow, I don't know why, I can't say I, um, I listen to my guts, I will say, and I used to, uh, I used to have, um, yeah, I stopped having yogurt, uh, dairy, stuff like that, and the milk as well. I don't know why, it just it happened like that, really. Did you do it over time, or did you just stop on a, uh, one day, you just said enough is enough? Yeah, I think uh, I'm this kind of person, when I, um, when I like something, I overeat this, and then it comes to the point like, okay, I'm done with it, and I move on to the next one, and uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm in a bit of a, uh, the other end of that scale, really, in that I drink a certain amount of milk uh, with cereal and whatever, but also uh, I have a lot of whey protein in shakes when I go to the gym or after the gym. So I'm a bit like, uh, I'm a bit like a whey protein uh, animal, really. Again, I mean, uh, I'm not the person who's going to recommend you or to you or to other people a protein shake. Um, they are not bad, they are just not necessary. That's all I can say. They kind of t- make me feel a bit gassy, actually, is uh, the truth of the matter. Yeah, and if you think about it, that should make you think, why should I feel gassy after eating something or drinking something? It means it might be not that well for you. Yeah, but beauty is pain. Do you understand? I mean, beauty is pain, Julian. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. That is certainly true. What wise words, everybody. What wise words. Anyway, if uh, there was anything in what the Italian fitness guy had to say about the nutritional value of milk and the potential downsides, and you have any questions about that, feel free to drop us a line. Because as you will discover, if you're new to this whole kind of two guys on fitness thing, we'll be answering some questions later from listeners uh, and if you do so uh, we will tell you uh, what we think in our collective experience all about the fascinating topic of milk today's show is brought to you by jubilee hall gym covent garden need an effective workout using state-of-the-art equipment in the heart of london's west end then visit jubilee hall gym on the corner of covent garden where you can also check out the gym sauna as well as a whole host of great fitness classes Join online for £53 a month, and there is no need for a minimum term contract when joining. Or you can use the gym on a day pass basis. Find out more at jubileehallgym.co.uk or telephone 0207 836 4007 to work out at Jubilee Hall Gym, Covent Garden. You know, uh, I think we need to revisit that sponsor message because in the current climate, is the uh, sauna even open? 
here at the gym? The, um, the sauna is not open. Yeah, we need to revisit that because otherwise there might be like a, a rush of people desperate to use the sauna and they won't be able to, which would be like a really sad thing, right? Anyway, shall we move on to... Julian's fitness tip of the month. So, Julian, uh, as you contemplate the uh, delicious uh, dairy treats of milk, even though you won't even drink it anymore, what is your fitness tip of the month? Have you ever get bored of cooking soup, Alan? Uh, I don't really drink a lot of soup. Do you drink or eat soup? It's one of those funny little things, isn't it? I, I don't really uh, consume, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of soup. Uh, I have a soup, like, uh, once a week, maybe, if that. Yeah, I mean, it's... Um, I do, actually, over the year, and not only for the winter, uh, it's... Uh, some soup I uh, I try to privilege you know me obviously my homemade uh, soup which is better usually than um, the the regular I mean the, the commercial one so I always think like you know um, the good thing with having a soup it's it's sort of easy to do and it's a good step for a beginner when they want to cook at home because we know we recommend often like it's good to relearn how to cook your own food at home and because when you do that generally you got like you put more value and time into it and I think it's important because you know we sometimes what I don't like with the protein shake for example is this lack of cooking aspects you know you just shake it and um, people I tend to think people drink it with uh, without thinking without even thinking like is that good they just do it mechanically when you cook you know there's this um, a process you know you think about what you're doing you choose the ingredient and I think that's important do you cook often at home Adam? yeah I do actually I cook everything uh, I mean obviously sometimes you don't because you're too tired or you can't be bothered but um, I tend to actually uh, be very rigorous in preparing the food that I eat, Julian, he said, sounding a little bit like he was auditioning for MasterChef. Uh, and also, I'm very good, as I think I might have mentioned previously, in that I make sure I have five pieces of fruit or vegetable every single day. Do you, Julian? Are you also so vigorous? Um, I... I sort of, you know, I uh, I make sure. I mean, when I go to to do my food shopping, yeah, you you want to. I buy. I try to bring some variety, you know, into my food, just for the sake of it, for to try to to taste, to have different flavor into your meal, you know. Could you have been more French when you answered that? I wonder. Okay, good. So, um, if you are interested in the potential benefits of cooking for yourself and particularly eating or indeed drinking soup bear in mind that that was Julian's fitness tip of the month so every month on the uh, podcast Julian and I delve into the comments and the questions that come into us from the oh so lovely listeners that's right that's you that is listening to this podcast right now you could be sending in a question or a comment to us via our website twoguysonfitness.com or through his website 
julienbertera.com or through our social media our Facebook our Twitter our Instagram and when you do you might even get a reply from us uh, because when we feel so motivated we even have a dialogue with those people who get in touch in fact we reply to everybody I shouldn't be so flip okay so we take two questions out every month so Julian what is the first question from the listeners that we're going to be answering this month on Two Guys on Fitness so it's a it's a question from Andrew in Wales who has contacted us by our Facebook I listen to your podcast now and again and I like it how does bulking and cutting work I want to get bigger I'm 26 5 foot Uh, five foot ten and around 11 stone give or take what's your advice now we get lots of questions like this that come in on a regular basis almost entirely from men for slightly obvious uh, reasons I guess so you hear these terms all the time bulking cutting etc etc and uh, the shred what do these terms mean and uh, how can you help our Welsh friend here? My dream might not be Welsh. He might just be living in Wales. But anyway, how can you help the listener here? Bulking, shredding, off you go. So bulking is a process when your target is to basically get bigger. So you train with uh, a lot of weight, you eat a lot as well. And cutting is basically the reverse process of this, which is cutting down the food, And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's quite demanding and it takes obviously uh, a certain amount of time. If you go on the type of training, Andrew, just document yourself, be aware of what it takes to do this. It's a lot of effort, it's a lot of effort and I will say discipline. Uh, compared to some other discipline all around because it's uh, that sort of training is not something it stops when you left the gym it's it starts when you wake up in the morning you have to basically prepare your whole week of eating ahead uh, you have to be meticulous because you know to get uh, to bulk it's not like for everybody it's not for amateur I will say and uh, make sure you get the right advice the right trainer if you decide to go with a trainer and but document yourself and be sure you got the mental uh, prepare to do that kind of training now this is when we get into the territory of bodybuilding really isn't it and the principles of bodybuilding which is not so much training for a certain kind of fitness over a period of time but about body modification really and about lifestyle change this isn't about training this is about lifestyle isn't it it's about lifestyle i think it's uh, also to i've been talking to few friends who are into building and uh, bodybuilding and uh, it's quite there is a similarity i i respect like the you know when the competition is coming around you know they are pr uh, preparing this event and especially the, um, a week or two before the competition even a few days before the competition one of my friends say it start it stop uh, drinking water you know to shred as much as he can and you know it's all the preparation with you know the the, the fectan and all that and i'm not into it but i do respect this you know the adrenaline com coming up you know towards when you get closer to the competition it's exciting you know and uh, and you know if i was going to try to bulk and, uh, and cut uh, and shred you know i will ask i will sit down with someone without into it and i will i will have many questions with the guy you know 
So there you go, Andrew. I hope that's uh, helpful for you. I think the bottom line here is it's all about good advice and making balanced judgments about how you train for the medium and the long term as opposed to quick fixes or shortcuts, is it not? Yeah, I think it's uh, always have a huge respect for bodybuilders. It's a lot. It's a lot of work they put into it. A lot of, of their time, almost all their time, and uh, yeah, it's something you have to be meticulous. It is sort of something you have to be meticulous. You do indeed. So there you go, Andrew. Best of luck and uh, stay in touch. By the way, and let us know how you get on. Now, next up, Julian, we've got uh, a. Hold on, I'm just. Hold on, let me just have a little look here. Uh, hold on, hold your horses, hold your French horses, Julian. Uh, we've got um, a email from Debbie, who's contacted us through our website and apparently lives in Doncaster. Debbie from Doncaster. It sounds like a DJ, and she asked the following question: "Quote, what is the least and the most cardio exercise you can?" do a week to have an effect to build overall fitness and a lean body I oh this is like a, a bit of a kind of mirror image of the previous question I, I am a mum in her 30s this is Debbie talking by the way not me and I can only give so much time to exercise preferably at home or outside what do I need to do guys unquote I don't know why I keep saying quote unquote because I always break in and just kind of, uh, you know, uh, ruin uh, the question that the good listener has sent us. So what can Debbie do uh, if she wants to build her fitness and a lean body, Julian, considering the fact that she is a mum, which is really a full-time job in itself, to be honest, obviously, and she spends her time mainly at home or in the outside world. What does she do? Well, um, Debbie, that's, uh, I like this sort of question because we come across through a sensitive subject. You know, the cardio can be a dirty word for some people. And uh, no, so basically, uh, I, if you go on the NHS website, for example, but it's pretty much the same in France in terms of uh, the latest CG, there is a window um, you say you're, you're asking for um, the most or the least. The most is, I will say, don't go over 20 minutes. There is this kind of 20, I saw that's a 20 minute, let's say, block uh, quite often in many studies. Basically, if you overrun, if you overdo your cardio, what's going to happen is going to break down the muscle. So it's going to be counterproductive. When you come to train, and this is a good question to enlighten one aspect of training when you when you are training with a trainer, for example, is to learn how to be efficient, to really good with your time, to to learn how to do 45 minutes when 45 minutes is enough, uh, and it's it's also it's all about the intensity because you can walk 20 minutes. We call that moderate. Uh, if you're on a treadmill in a gym, you can play around with uh, the incline, for example, for the speed, and all that is important. But learn how to stop before it's too late. And um, I personally run one key on the treadmill every single time before I train. So if I train four or five times a week, you do the math, 
you understand I do 4 or 5k and uh, it really set up my body and my mind to get ready to train because it's not a natural thing to do to lift something if you are at home I will say if you are nearby a park find a little routine where you can do a lap go for a run 10 minutes and then come back home if you prefer to work out at home and start your exercise but I will say if it's moderate you're likely to be able to do that every day if it's a bit more intense you know maybe four or five times a day like a little block of two three days back to back one day off and then another two three days for example I hope it helped you Debbie and also you know in terms of exercise don't overdo it as well just pick up one exercise per, per body part and you will be fine just do two three set of ten and repeat but don't overthink uh, but don't never forget the cardio because it's the best part that's the part that sets your mind to do exercise yes indeed debbie uh we do hope that is useful uh for you you know julian uh put me on a treadmill one time and uh set a target for me to run and i thought i was going to drop dead on the treadmill but don't let that pitch you off he's just a you know a very focused kind of like cardio guy and he loves to run something which we have as regular listeners will know talked about many times before so those are our two questions. Those are our first two questions now that we're back uh, on the gym floor, Julian. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And remember, if you do want to get in touch, everybody, contact us through our websites or our social media. And despite my little ticklish humor earlier, we do indeed reply to everybody who gets in touch with us. So feel free to drop us a line. So there you go, Julian. Uh, we're back on the gym floor, as I said a second ago, I feel, and uh, back in the swing of things. And it's weird, isn't it? All those uh, times we were out in the freezing cold and the rain and all the other things, the skateboarders were all around us and the dogs and all the rest of it. There, did you ever think we would be indeed back in the gym or that we would spend the rest of our lives in the parks? Yeah, I thought so. I thought it would be like... It will take the time, but it will be just a question of, you know, months or, you know, because it's uh, it's so important to people from what I, uh, I read and uh, the demand is huge. And uh, I could feel that clearly when I was feeling people in the park. They were like very brave, especially the last, uh, when we were into the winter. People venture out, train, because they know it's important to them. So if it's important to people, it's important to me. It makes sense. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that's certainly true. Uh, though I have to say, I'm so much happier that we are back here at the gym here at Jubilee Hall uh, than we were uh, running around uh, the park and all the rest of it that we were doing uh, at the time. So we hope you've enjoyed this episode, everybody. Uh, we will be recording again at the gym and speaking to some wonderful people in the months ahead and also doing some fantastic exercises. So feel free to to get in touch and whether you do or you don't remember to enjoy your workout